0: Alpha. This is episode 80 and we have a very special guest on. I'm very happy to have her on. I'm first of all happy that I found her through Instagram. That's how we connected with Amanda. But uh, uh, it's going to be a little bit uh, different story now. I just want to introduce you to what she does. And, uh, you know, of course, she will be able to tell you a better story than myself. But a little bit about Amanda. Again, Amanda Knight. Uh, she's a Dallas from Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, she's a realtor. Got into business in 2017 and started growing her business by cold calling owners of the properties. So her business has uh, transpired to a heavily referral and social media based business. Uh, This year, Amanda is on track to close 65 units for $16 million uh, volume. She works with the buyer, buyer, sellers, builders, and investors. She was recently voted for Top 100 Social Media Real Estate Agents in all of the Texas. I didn't know that existed, but we need to talk about that also. She hosts a weekly mastermind for real estate agents via Zoom every Wednesday, which of course we're going to get details for that also. But first of all, Amanda, thank you for being on the show today. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to connect and just talk all things real estate.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But coming back to the social media, I mean, it's, it's working, right? It's working. We connected through Instagram. So and, and I know that you're heavily, heavily, uh, you know, pushing on uh, your marketing efforts when it comes to social media. And again, I, I see in front of me, you have more than one channel available for people to reach you and see what you do, your work, the creativity. Again, I love, I love the, you know, the TikTok videos that you're doing. So, but of course, we're going to discuss that. But 2017, uh, you made a decision to start a real estate business to, to become a realtor. So maybe you can give kind of you know, your background, where you're coming from, and why did you, have you decided to become a realtor in the first place?
1: Yeah, great question. So I probably like the most of everybody listening, didn't have any plans to become a real estate agent. I went to, I'm originally from Ohio, and went to college at Coastal Carolina University, which is in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and studied sports administration. So my big dream was to be an athletic director for high school sports. Well, after graduating, I moved back to Ohio and ended up landing that job. Um, I started as in, like an intern, um, you know, first, first position, the AD had quit, and so I became the athletic director, which was really cool. Um, fast forward a year after that, I met my fiance, Nick, in Texas, and I was here visiting a girlfriend. We She had a mutual friend that connected us, and just like that, we just hit it off. So I was back and forth visiting him from Ohio and then just Decided to make the move and move to Texas. Well, when I got here, I had every intention of continuing to be an athletic director until I found out that here in Texas, in order to be an athletic director, you have to have your teaching degree. Well, that's not my jam, and I have zero intentions to ever be a teacher. So I put a stop to that really quickly. I got a sales job doing uh, fundraising. So it was kind of still within the sports world from what I knew. Um, but it was my first time being in sales. And from there, just actually loved sales and got into real estate. So that was in 2017.
0: Wow. So the book bit you, right? The sales, the sales job, which uh, again. Yeah. What- like for people just in general you know sales job is maybe not what people are passionate about and again a lot of people like i used to do sales before but a lot of people do look at the sales people kind of you know from like this wrong angle the thing sales people are just all about selling where you know professional sales people are about you know creating those opportunities putting you know people in front of the best opportunities possible and you know it's it's, it's less about the sales but How did you like, how did you like coming across like real estate company? How did you have, you know, was there any difficulties in the beginning? You know, like when it comes to the sales, how how did you find your first properties in the first place? Like what was the the entire process, you know, because you made quite a transition going from, you know, like kind of, you know, school system to where you have to kind of work for yourself. So how was that transition like for you?
1: Oh, yeah. It was terrifying. (laughs) I mean, so the advantage that I had was when I worked for the fundraising sales company, my hours were 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I felt very fortunate that I would get home around 3.30 and I would just hammer out my real estate school work. And so I did it all online and just nailed it. And just that was like my primary focus day in and day out was studying. And, you know, I had a conversation with my fiance and I said, you know, I don't know when I'm going to have my next paycheck. And he said, you know, I'm here for you. We're going to make it through and we're just going to make it work. And I was so determined when I got into real estate, I said, okay, I'm going to have the do whatever it takes mentality. And so that's exactly what I did. So I was in the first one in the office, last one to leave. And you know, not being from Texas originally, I had to build my business from cold calling. So that's exactly what I did. And picked up the for sale by owner scripts, got on the dialer and just hammered through and set appointments, set appointments, set appointments, and then transitioned to expireds. And yeah, I mean, it was just the scripts and the mentality and, you know, just the mindset of, one no is a closer to a yes. So I got told a lot, but you just gotta have some thick skin in the game.
0: Yeah, well, uh, cause I'm thinking at, at the beginning, how do, you, how do you get the thick skin? Cause you'll you get the thick skin by, by going, cause it kind of doing the process. When you're in the process, you start growing that thick skin. Cause you know, again, for the people where, where they're making that transition. And I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people watching this interview right now and thinking, about to make kind of similar decision you know going from that steady you know government maybe job maybe working in an office in a cubicle and now i'm going to be doing sales like door to door and it's going to be that that's where it starts that's where you start to grow that you know that thick skin but what have you seen like around you again when you started to work in in a company again what is the name for of the company that you're working with
1: keller williams
0: okay got it so what have you seen? Like, did you take anybody's advice that somebody coach you in the process? Like, what was the onboarding process? And, you know, what have you seen maybe uh, that people, because I'm sure you've seen some people that quit it, you know, their job, right? So, like, what, what's, the, what's the thing that makes a great realtor? Yeah, so I think first and
1: foremost, it starts with you wanting it that bad. I, I I couldn't have, you know, gone through the scripts or gotten told no or just kept going if I didn't want it that bad. So I think first and foremost, it comes with your mindset. I'm very fortunate that I had some really great mentors and any opportunity I had to get coffee with them or meet them for lunch, you know, it was consistently picking their brain and seeing what can I do to get into their shoes? You know, what can I do to build a business just like yours? And I really do think it comes down to the fundamental it's the basic basic steps of real estate and that's doing people first right so it's not all the glitter and glam and running all these ads and all of the like all of these things it's people first and then it's knowing what to say and always coming from contribution so I think that that's huge in this business you know anybody can I mean Dallas-Fort Worth we are in a hot market Mm -hmm. I was saying last year like anybody with a pulse can get their real estate license and go out and sell a home right but it really comes down to servicing people and building that connection and having people know like and trust to work with you because there's thousands of real estate agents here in DFW and yet you know I had had to learn those fundamentals first and that's you know servicing people and knowing Mm -hmm. you know At the end of the day always asking the question what can i do for you what can i do to help you sell your home what can i do to help you with the home buying process
0: got it got it because yeah my next question was kind of how do you make those connections and make those relationships because people do talk about uh, being service add value build relationships but how does it look like you know because there's a lot of people thinking like where do i start but as you said, you know, just providing providing value information, you know, it's it's a steady, slow process. And that's probably the reason why some people do quit in the business, because it's a it's a like it's a tiring process for some people. But sure. the
1: fun it, it
0: comes down to like asking questions, right? Like
1: taking yourself out of the equation because at the end of the day, it's not about me, it's about them. Mm-hmm. So asking them questions. You know, where are you moving to? Why is that important? It's digging at that motivation so that you can have a clear understanding of what's driving them and, you know, really figuring out how you can best serve them. Because I think you would agree with me that not every client or every sale is the same, Mm -hmm. right? And so somebody might be going through a really tough time and have to sell their property versus a first-time homebuyer who, is super excited to get into their first home and stop renting. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're not asking the right questions, you might not know how to best serve them or meet them on their level. So I think that that comes in with, you know, the scripts and knowing what to say, because before you can service people, you've got to know what to say.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it comes through, you know, just being passionate overall, you know, about the business and, you know, just the nature, because, you know, there's, uh, again, I do understand there's a lot of people coming into business just for a short period of time because they think it's a good space to make a lot of money. And, and it sh- like it certainly is, you know, you can make a lot of money by being a realtor. But like, if you're passionate about it, you, you're just coming from a service standpoint, you will just want to help people. I mean, you, you definitely, you know, the script, uh, it, you know, is, is just going to do so much. But when people, you know, they, they want that connection. Like you, yeah. no script is going to make that up. Like, you know, the passion, the, 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 this, you know, the, the thing. So yeah,
1: sure.
0: I would love to talk about something, as I said, you know, that is close to me, which is the social media, as it says here, that you build a very like heavily referral, like you have, you got a lot of people coming in through social media. So when did you make that decision? Then you need to start pushing a lot of attention, you know, on social media, like who influenced you to make those decisions and where did you start?
1: yeah so what's so interesting about that is prior to this year for me i felt that you know do what you are good at right if it's not broke don't fix it and i was really good at cold calls i was good at forming relationships with strangers and it wasn't until covid where i decided well i i very well could make some cold calls but it might feel a little uncomfortable because things like, they're probably going to say something that I don't know the answer to, because I don't know that any of us know the answer to what happened during COVID. So I decided that I was going to really narrow down into my Instagram and my social media as a whole. So I've always been pretty active on social media, but it wasn't until just the past six months that I considered it to be a platform for lead generation and connecting and forming new relationships with buyers and sellers. So um, I use a couple of different um, platforms that I use to help me with that. One for real estate is coffee and contracts, which has been a huge lever for myself and my business. And that is, it's a platform where you, it's a monthly subscription, but they help really leverage some of that content for you so that I'm not having to create new images or make all these posts because time is money right and if I'm sitting here making a five paragraph blog like that's probably not going to have a super um, it's not going to be a dollar producing activity if you will Mm -hmm. so that is something that I dove into um, and uh, started utilizing within the past about a year now, but really got, got really intentional about it and producing, um, using their information to produce on my platform. So that is something that I have recently started to use and love it. I feel that it helps me save so much time. Um, and it keeps my feed consistent. And then I, um, I have, You know just some marketing background I guess just from like over the years that has allowed me to put that content out there and kind of get an idea of what people are really looking for Um, but I think the main thing when it comes to social media and it's the engagement and it's giving people what they want you know they might not want to know about all the stats and all the numbers, right? They want to know how that pertains to their life. So making it engaging, making, you know, simple it down because when you think about it, like we know real estate lingo, but other people may not know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe can talk again, give some, a few advices for people who are brand new in the space and maybe about thinking about you know, becoming a realtor in the near future, what will be, you know, those social media strategies that people should follow, you know, in the beginning stages?
1: So first and foremost is be consistent. So show up every single day. Now I'm not posting every single day. I'm not creating videos every single day, but I'm on my stories every single day, which I don't know if you guys think this as well, but like stories are where it's at. Yes, they're only available for 24 hours, but I think we're in such a want information now kind of world. And so stories are the way to do that. So I'm sharing the day-to-day about my business and my stories that may relate to realtors. And then I'm sharing maybe like a story of an inspection that I just came from or conversation that I just had with a first-time home buyer. I'm sharing those to then, you know, get in front of my potential clients. And that's actually where I get a lot of engagement. So I don't just, I I love Instagram, but I'm on every platform. So you'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Facebook. You'll see my Facebook business page. You'll see my TikTok, like my YouTube channel. I'm on every platform that I can get my hands on and I am being consistent and repurposing that content so that I'm not having to sit here and post, you know, new things all the time. I'm just repurposing my content and getting it out there so that when people see real estate they're automatically thinking of me.
0: Yeah yeah that, that's good and I like the fact that you're you know uh, heavily diversified across across multiple platforms that's always a good thing to do. Uh, yeah. the question is from those 65 units that you currently have like how many of those are actually those leads came through the social media like have you kept the track of that or
1: So right now I'm about 25% of my business. And for just starting the past six months on really diving into real estate or really diving into uh focusing on social media as my real estate lever my platform, I would say that that's pretty good. And I have some that are, you know, in the pipeline that, you know, are starting to, you know, get their credit in check or get their, you know, finances in order so that they can um, you know, get on the path to buying or selling. But really, you know, for me, um, yes, I'm focused on that of being, you know, my top lead generation platform, and I will get there. Um, but for me right now, I'm focused on the conversations. I'm focused on building these relationships. And whether somebody's ready in the next month or next year or next three years, like I'm here to have a conversation about it and, you know, welcome them to message me and reach out and let's talk about it. And let's get you on a game plan
0: got it got it so again when we talk about 65 units uh, you you're on track to do that 16 million dollars in volume you know in sales so are we talking about is, is this is for the end of this month or this is for a year like what's a, what's the time frame we're talking about here
1: um so 65 units for this year um yeah. 2020 um which is an increase for my business which you know couple of months ago, I wasn't sure if I was going to even meet last year's numbers. So it is going to be an increase for production for me from last year, which is a big win in my eyes because of so much uncertainty that was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So 25% of that. um, And really, again, because I have just been recently focused on social media, that 25% is just measured within the last six months of this year.
0: Yeah, got it. So again, looking at numbers, I mean, congratulations, first of all, on that 25 extra percent, you know, this year. And uh, do you already like kind of putting a plan in place what you're going to be accomplishing next year? Like, do you have those thoughts already?
1: Yeah, so I'm starting to put together my business plan now. And, you know, social media will definitely be number one on that list. So currently, what I'm doing is the 555 method, which is five likes a day, five comments, and five DMs to individuals, okay. so that's on the smaller scale, you know, I feel like, okay, what can I do consistently every single day that will help me form new relationships with social media, and something that simple, I feel, it takes me, what, 30 minutes, maybe, you know, hmm. so I am, that, that's a system that I currently have in place, now, Yes, I plan to put a more solid system in place, like, you know, currently I'm recording Tuesdays and Thursdays new videos so that I can get them out on YouTube. I can get them on um, Instagram TV, IGTV, and then I can create um, shorter videos out of those through TikTok and Reels. So again, trying to repurpose those. Um, So yeah, I have a system in place and still um intend to put a more bigger system in place now that i've seen it come to fruition
0: yeah yeah so i like the fact because you're you're leaning towards social media a lot and you're pushing it and you're talking about it a lot you know you rather than talking you know, i'm gonna pick the phone call the people that that's kind of the process that you have to go through at the same time as well but the social media is something that you, by by the way, it sounds that you're gonna be focusing a lot in upcoming year, which is great. I'm sure, and and it's gonna double or triple or whatever that might be as as your personal goal, you know, when it comes to the sales volume, it's definitely doable with the help of social media and on leveraging again, all these different platforms. So just, sure. w- just wanted to ask you, how, do, how did you get uh, voted for top 100 social media real estate agents? So, I mean, w- in in Texas I mean how did that happen and when did that happen
1: you know to be honest with you I'm not sure I got a Instagram message from another agent she's in Houston and she said congratulations and sent me the article and I said what are you talking about and happened to open it up and found my name on the list and was like oh my gosh this is news to me it's not like (laughs) they reached out or you know it Sometimes, you know, we get hit up for sales or be a brand ambassador for this or that, you know, all those things. So it wasn't that at all. I am thinking it's because of the consistency. You know, you go to my page, you know exactly who I serve, you know, what area I serve, and you see me showing up. You see that I'm a real person. I have photos, I have videos. I have some that are professional, but a lot are just authentic. You know, me just going like, Hey, you know, type of thing. Um, so I think that that's really why my name ended up on that list. I I don't have anything, you know. I have yes, you know, two thousand some followers, but you know, I'm not like some of these people on the list that have fifty thousand followers either.
0: But oh, don't don't even consider looking at the numbers, you know. Because yeah, now- right social media half of the stuff like like we we do provide a social media service to you know and like people who watch the show they know that but there's a lot of fake stuff on social media you see people like we know accounts and I know personally they have 2 and 3 million followers so called followers right but when they post something there is like two comments 15 likes so that says something i mean everything can yeah. be bought on social media and people do that a lot you know which uh, i mean it's it's not going to give you a sale at the end of the day but it looks, right. good. But it looks good so yeah, right. so talking about uh the dallas Fort Worth, i want to ask you about uh you know first of all maybe where do you focus the most is it uh you know residential properties is it, is it com- commercial if both like percentage wise how many of those deals do you have coming in
1: Yeah, so I focus on strictly residential. So my one thing is focusing on residential and um, most are single family homes and they're either pre-owned or new construction. I have a good amount of business that I work with that's new construction and that's listing for builders and representing buyers that are uh, building or purchasing a spec home. Um, We don't really have too many condos here. So... I don't have much condo business. Um, we have some duplexes where I do represent some investors with that um, and multifamily, but yeah, residential is really my jam and where I focus all of my time on. I am working on breaking into a niche, which is working with professional athletes, getting my background of business and sports. You know, I kind of, un- I understand how both of those work and, you know, my main goal is to help athletes and their families if they're relocating or, you know, they have a new opportunity and they need to get on the road and get to that new location. You now, that is something that I have been leaning towards and really breaking into that area and using social media as a lever for it, actually.
0: Awesome. I, I love the fact that you kind of find, found a very i'm not sure if it's narrow or wide because it's it's us it's 350 million people but for me it sounds like a narrow niche that you find you know and you you pick in that one niche you know like sp- people you know in fitness space again we're talking with people with the uh, access to the money and maybe they're you know they're rel- relocating more often than other people i mean it's it's, it's that's what it is and uh, yeah i just finished off an interview today with the with the um you know, ex-Olympian ex athlete, you know, and he was a professional athlete. He was uh, um, basically in Olympian games uh, for the in the U.S. team. So Hans, if you're watching, you're looking uh, to get a property in Dallas-Fort Worth, here you go. Amanda is, is, is your-
1: uh, I'm your girl.
0: There you go. <laughs> so that, that is awesome. So can you talk about the local uh, like Dallas-Fort Worth market? Because I know there's a lot of people, there's migration, massive migration going from north, to the South, you know, to, to the South uh, States, even though I'm not from there, like I'm, I'm keeping the track of what's going on in States, but uh, like, and I know Dallas in particular, like Fort Worth is very popular places. So why do people choose to go to Dallas and, and Houston? And like, why is it so popular and why does it attract so many people?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, if you haven't visited DFW or just Texas as a whole, you will fall in love. That's exactly what I did when I came here. So a lot of people are coming from California. They're coming from Northeast just because of job relocations. We house a lot of um, headquarters for companies. So GM, Toyota, Amazon, Google, like a lot of their headquarters are here in DFW. And so they might be shutting down plants or they might just be relocating. Um, individuals here into DFW. So we do have a good amount of people that are coming from out of state here into Texas. So that is pretty much um, for the most part you're going to have a lot of your higher ups in those companies relocating here to DFW. We also have a lot of people coming from California simply because it's just more affordable here, right? Mm -hmm, We have pretty high property taxes, higher than normal, but we don't have state income tax. But even to somebody from California, it's still much more affordable than what they're currently used to. Yeah. So, a lot of a lot of people are migrating here to DFW because of that. Also, you know, just being a bigger hub, um, you know, if people are we have a lot of people that are just working remotely now, right? They have no intentions of going back into an office. And so, you know, if they ever do have to travel or do anything, DFW is such a big international um, hub to get different places accessible. Um, You know, they can move here and have that accessibility. Um, There's so many, so many great things about DFW. Um, Culture is uh, here is amazing. Our tacos are Uh, brisket, our barbecue, like out of this world. So if you're not convinced by food like I am, then I just don't
0: know. Yeah I'm 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 convinced I'm sold on that so yeah that that's awesome and again yeah you have a lot of people migrating from California like recently you probably saw that too like uh, everybody knows kind of the the podcast king the you know Joe Rogan moved to Dallas also so there's a lot of a lot of business people uh, you know coming to the state i mean it's it's a great great place to be living uh, for the food for the connections for the taxes for all those reasons so Again, when you're talking about purchasing a property, can you give some people you know, advice on do's and don'ts and things that they should be looking for when they're buying for the property and should be aware of the things when they're purchasing one also?
1: Absolutely. So we are definitely in a competitive market here in DFW. So you should know that going in. If you are looking at a $200,000 home, depending on the area of DFW that you're looking to live in, I might say you should be looking realistically at 280 to give yourself a buffer to be able to compete in a multiple offer situation because that really is, it's it's true with our market. Now, I will say that there are different price points. There's different locations where that is not the case, but we have a supply and demand market. We have pretty middle level supply and we have high demand. So of course that's naturally going to drive prices up. So realistically, if you are a first time home buyer, you, if you're looking in the, you know, $150,000 to $200,000 range, you're probably going to get a flip and it's going to be a three bedroom, one bath, no car, uh, no garage. And if you're looking in the 200s, you know, you can start right around maybe 225, 250, you could potentially get yourself into a new construction if it's on the outskirts of our Metroplex. And then, you know, our average price point is gonna be in that $300,000 marker. Um, Again, different areas, but I would say overall, that's the blanket answer for all of the Metroplex. Now, we do here in Texas have expansion soil. So what that means is, because of our climate and the way that the soil moves. You can expect that 75% of homes here are gonna have foundation issues. Now, that shouldn't scare you because if foundation work was ever done, make sure that you have a strong agent like myself who will make sure that the foundation is coming with a lifetime transferable warranty for you so that if work is ever needed again, you just call that company up and it's under a warranty. Um, and then we have hail. so. It is really common, even if you built a home two years ago, it might have a new roof on it already because of the hail that we get here in DFW. So those are really the two main things to keep an eye out for here in our Metroplex with new homes. So don't get overwhelmed or discouraged if the home has foundation issues, or if you see a home that, you know, their roof looks a little rough, chances are the homeowner could file an insurance claim and
0: get it replaced immediately for you. Oh, come in, it's just a, it's like hailstorms and just a little bit of soil. I mean, it's then that's not going to be compared with the earthquakes in, you know, California, so it's nothing. So Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, you know, it depends where you compare it to. So But that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know there's a lot of people, investors, as I said, you know, people in general, you know, everybody travels to to those places and like Texas is being one of them. A lot of people talk about it. And I know some people who live in the state and they're saying only good words about it. So I guess, you know, I believe in them.
1: Yeah, and if you're an investor, I mean, there's definitely opportunity here, of course, especially with, we can thank HGTV for this. Everybody's an investor these days, but... Um, you know, there's great opportunities to, you know, buy low, flip it. And as long as you have, you know, a solid crew, uh, cause I think a lot of our buyers can sniff out a great investor versus a not so great investor. But as long as you, you know, renovate it with great materials and have it looking good and up to the current trends, you will be able to sell it high and, Normally investors are purchasing in the low 100s and being able to flip it and sell it for 200 plus. And that's a great price range where first time home buyers find themselves and you can get a lot of great equity and property there. So we definitely are in a great market for investors. You just have to be able to compete with other investors and get in there and cash is king.
0: Here you go. If you're looking to buy real estate, a home, you're looking to invest, this is your thing. Go to the Dallas-Fort Worth and make sure to connect uh, with Amanda before you go.
1: Absolutely. To, to
0: avoid the foundation issues, just in case. Yep,
1: but, that's okay. Uh, I have a good foundation company at
0: needed. <laughs> Here you go. So can we talk about the mastermind? Cause again, I love the fact that you're, you know adding value by giving your time away and doing these Zoom calls every Wednesday. So maybe you can talk about what people should expect if they're gonna join you on those Zoom calls, you know, every Wednesday
1: yeah just like what you're doing you know i I have a really high respect of what you're doing to you know put people out there share different perspectives that's exactly what we do so it's myself and a real estate boss babe out of jacksonville florida stevie han her and i host this mastermind together and it is open for all real estate agents so some are in the process of getting licensed some have been in the business a few years and Others have, you know, been in the business longer than Stevie and I have been alive. And yet it's just an opportunity for us to all connect, talk about what we're experiencing, maybe what we're doing on social media or how we're hosting open houses or how to navigate buyers through multiple offers. You know, so we're just kind of doing something like this and, you know, it's pretty relaxed. We might have a glass of wine in hand. We might have a truly, you never know what you're going to get with us. But it is something that we consistently do. We are coming up on our one-year um, celebration of doing this in October. And we've been consistent every single Wednesday, 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern, and just connecting with other real estate agents. It's really cool to be able to do that. And, you know, people that consistently show up, like, we know, like, oh, if you need an agent in Arizona, oh, Braden is on our call every single week. She's got you covered you know, it's one of those where it's also an awesome opportunity to, you know, pick each other's brains, but then network with other, you know, like-minded individuals.
0: Yeah, yeah, again, I get I get some free tips on social media approaches also, so that is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So talking about the social media again, uh, maybe before we wrap up, I just want to say a big thank you again for today, for being on the show. I mean, uh, you know, 2017 started your journey, and I mean, it, it's been three short years, you know, but you accomplished, you know, quite a bit in those years and you're moving, pa- you know, fast to picking up the pace, you know, even like in a times like these where there's, you know, tremendous amounts of uncertainty, people are losing focus. You, you, you still, you know, putting your focus together and, you know, finding the ways how to leverage social media and, and, you know, grow your business that way. So, so for talking about the social media, again, what will be the perfect places, including the TikTok for people to go and connect with you?
1: Yeah. So I am, my username is, is pretty um, consistent on all platforms. It's at, um, at homewithamanda.dfw on all social media platforms. Um, So I always encourage other agents, go to a social media page that somebody is doing what you inspire to do. And so go take a look at my social media, go take a look at your social media and copy what we're doing, right? We're in different markets. We have different clientele that we are trying to connect and get in front of. And so nobody's going to ever say, no, hey, I did that video. You ain't copied me. You know, it doesn't work like that. We're all here to learn and grow from each other. Um, but yeah, on all of those different platforms, so Facebook, Facebook business, because there's some things that I post on my personal page that might hint at real estate versus if it's a true real estate post, that was probably going to go on my Facebook business account. Um, but I have both of those Facebooks, um, Instagram, Instagram TV, uh, Instagram Reels, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. Um there's just so many different platforms on where you can, you know, hang out and connect with your people and go find and follow people on different networks. You might look at somebody's Instagram and it might, you know, you're like, hey, I don't know if they're even still in the business, and then you go look at their Facebook and they're just crushing it to go connect with other agents on different platforms. I have recently since COVID dove into TikTok and a lot of people have asked me like, where are you getting your ideas and your content? And really it's just following other business owners and taking what they're doing and just putting a real estate spin on it. So it might be, you know, three tips to grow your Instagram. Well, I'm not going to post about that, but I might talk about three tips you should know before applying for a home loan or a mortgage. You know so it's just taking it's i call it the r d department rip off and duplicate so rip off, off from somebody else duplicate it and post it to your own promise it'll be okay um but tiktok has been so fun i just had my first buyer's consult with a tiktok lead and man it was so funny just like how she found me and how we connected hashtags are king so That's how she ended up finding me and went through my page, saw that I was pretty active. She watched a lot of my videos and then, you know, just messaged me and said, here's my number. If you have some time to talk, text me, call me, let's talk. And so the next day we met up at Starbucks and now she's getting pre-approved to purchase a home.
0: Here you go. Social media works just in a magical, magical ways, right? Yeah, Yeah,
1: it works if you work it.
0: Exactly. That's the key. That's the key to it. And again, for the all social media links, uh, we, uh, as always, you can find that somewhere there in the bottom, probably there's so many that she has probably we, we have to make kind of separate sheet and attach it to the, you know, I love it. The fact again, that you're using so many different, you know, social media, social media channels, which is, again, is the key in, in your business and every business to be, you know, diversified across different platforms. But again, guys, if you enjoyed this episode and uh, one thing that I wanted to ask you, just share this information, pass it along uh, to a friend of yours that you think might take these, you know, uh, golden nuggets, these pieces away. And if he's looking or she's looking to start the real estate, you know, business, become a realtor or just to buy a house in, in Dallas, Fort Worth, who knows, you know, pass it along and. And make sure to share it with your friend. That's all I'm asking. So Amanda, I really appreciate the time today. It's been a fun talking with you. You know, I love what you do, you know, on social media, uh, you know, gr- doing really great work. And I mean, it, it pays you off, you know? So that's the, that's the way to go about, you know, with the social media. And I love the fact that you're doing that. So so again, thank you for your time, guys. Uh, make sure to check it out, Amanda's social media pages. And as always, I'm going to see you in the next episode. Thanks for watching.
1: Thanks so much. This has been so much fun.